You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to The Dev Show. I'm Deborah Eckerling, author of Your Goal Guide and founder of The Dev Method, which is my system for goal setting simplified. My vision is to give you the tools, inspiration, and motivation you need to figure out what you want and help you make a plan to get it. Let's get started. Welcome everyone and a happy new year. I'm Deborah Eckerling, author of your goal guide and creator of the Dev Method for Goal Setting Simplified. You can't reach your goals on your own, you need your people. Really great panel today. We have Gordon Glenister, who is also on the Marketing Podcast Network. You're gonna see a theme in a minute. Um, and he's an influencer marketing strategist, and he's going to share more about that in a minute. Seth Goldstein, who actually brought me into the Marketing Podcast Network, who hosts Entrepreneurs Enigma, digital marketing strategist, and all around just awesome human being. <laughs> Very happy to have you. And Evelyn Pacitti, who I met through our friend Jillian Forrest, potentially a future member of the marketing podcast network. You never know. So I'm going to let them uh, take a moment to share who they are and why they're so excited about this fresh new year that is upon us. So Gordon, let's start with you. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. Lovely to be on the show, uh, Deborah. Um, So yeah, um, I'm an influencer marketing uh, specialist, uh, an author of influencer marketing uh, strategy, a bit of a clue behind me with my book. Um, in fact, I'm writing the second edition updated version of that, uh, such as the speed in which influencer marketing has changed. So that's going to be out in uh, uh, next year. So that's something I'm really looking forward to. Um, I have three podcasts, actually. Um, you know the Influence Global, but um, I've also got one that I launched this year called Growing Your Influence Online, which is very specific for the uh, Middle East market. And I've been really great. I've had some fantastic guests from uh, in a different part of the world. So we, we talk about cultural things. Uh, as I got, actually, one of the guys on there is called the Car Expert. He's got, he's got mega thousands of followers on, on Instagram, but you never see his face. So he wants to live his life in nor- in the normal environment, but just want he's just passionate about motor cars. Um, so what a, what a fascinating guest he was. And then the other one I've got is slightly similar but different as well, um, and that's the Membership World podcast. Uh, my background is I used to run a trade association for a number of years, uh, and I launched the UK Association for Influencer Marketing in twenty. Uh, in 2019. So uh, I'm passionate about all things uh, influencer marketing. There you go. There's a loads more, but I won't hog the uh, hog the limelight anymore. I'll let the others speak. Well, I'm glad to have you here. I, and I just so enjoyed our conversation on your show. So happy we were able to get you here on, you know, regular normal-ish time to chat about goals and starting the year off on the mm-hmm. right foot. Seth, so- why are you surprised? You knew Alan. I, I, I just appear on the big screen like, ah, there I am. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, well, it's 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 New Year's Day. I'm a little hungover. Yeah, no. cat's already out of the bag. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm not going to play it up, but I'm I'm Seth Goldstein. I'm a digital marketer. Been one for quite a while. Recovering journalist. I have I have a podcast on hiatus. I'll probably stay on hiatus. Digital marketing dive. It's on the Park Marketing Podcast Network, so you can still get it over there, but it hasn't been updated in about a year. Um, but then Entrepreneurs Enigma comes out twice a week. Yes, I'm that insane. Every Tuesday and Thursday, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time or daylight time, whatever it is, Eastern Time. And I have a, a newsletter as if I'm not busy enough with basic work at Goldstein Media. I have a podcast, a newsletter, excuse me, a newsletter called Marketing Junto. It comes out Wednesdays between the, the two podcasts. 
So it's booked into by two podcasts. Then I have a newsletter that comes out, out around 10 o'clock in the morning on Wednesdays. So and you are excited to be here because why? Because you're here. <laughs> it's Deb. How can you not be excited because it's Deb? I mean, I mean, Deb makes everyone excited. It's great. Okay, this was... <laughs> Not it was, that was not planned. She did not pay me for that. It's the <laughs> yeah. truth. It's Deb. You have to be well, But But Deb. one thing I do know about Seth is he loves to bring people together I and do. loves chatting with people. And he, like I said before, he's the one who brought me into the network. But it's nice to be part of community of people who love to talk <laughs> and develop community. So Absolutely. Re really glad you are here. And Evelyn, the new friend in the bunch, welcome. Hi, I'm Evelyn Bacchitti, American, gone European. And after 20 years of working in the semiconductor engineering industry, I have taken my engineering brain and now bring a, a non-fluffy approach to the wellness industry. So I look at how are you getting your strength and your energy back and balancing that by looking at systems in your life and feedback loops and variables, things like that. And I'm excited to be here just to meet new faces, chat, and like really like jive with a group that is not usually my world. I don't usually get to sit down with digital marketers and influencers with a sprinkling of goals. So I'm excited. <laughs> Let's do this. Sprinkling of dab. Love it. Well, and this really is my joy because I love people say, what's your favorite ne networking activity? And I say, it's my show because then I get to bring people together and it it's really an enigma. Now, usually the people on my show, unless it's on purpose, do not know each other. So the fact mm -hmm. that Seth and Gordon are both on the Marketing Podcast Network usually doesn't necessarily happen. Usually it's three strangers, but it it's really goes back to this. We all have things that we want to accomplish. We're all vibrant and excited about what we do so let's all just get together and in the meantime we get to hang out and let other people watch so let's start with it's a brand new year but let's start by reflecting a little bit what i would love to know is what was your biggest win in 2023 because i feel that when we start with that as the springboard it really brings fuel into the new year so tell me seth what was your biggest win last year it was it was actually going with entrepreneurs and things, but twice a week instead. Oh. I had realized that at which point, because entrepreneurs and things, like, yeah, we have sponsorship on the network, and that's great. You know, it's a few bucks here and there. When I say a few bucks, I mean actual bucks, not bucks and hundred. You know, for that slang, I mean mm -hmm. actual few bucks. But um, nothing against that. But I do it because I want to meet people. I want to meet people that I would not have have a reason to reach out to otherwise, or would sound spammy otherwise. So. And then because people want to be on the podcast, so many people want to be on the podcast that I, I've had to double up episodes like twice a week because otherwise things would get stale. And that is that was a big win for me because it's, it's getting out there and people know my name now. So it's good. And you are like a recovering journalist, right? Yeah, I get to write back in every once in a while. But like it, it, exactly. It, it well, I've and I've been a freelance writer for like I've always been freelance writer and for like my entire career. But even when I first moved to LA, it was the best way to meet people. Yeah. And this was 20 plus years ago because you always had something to talk about. You had a platform mm -hmm. and a reason to meet people. And in the digital age, everybody has that, whether it's a, a live show or a podcast or in my case, both or a blog, because when you meet people, you have a reason to continue mm -hmm. conversations. So absolutely. And all the people need to meet Seth. So now he's got a twice a week show. And so Gordon, what was your biggest win from 2023? Um, yeah, um, I think probably uh, I did some great work with the uh, technology for marketing show, which is a big show in London. And we did the first uh, influencer campaign there, uh, but we did two strands of it. So uh, it's the first time I'd done an event where I was using influencers to drive registrations up for an exhibition in the show. Uh, and one of those influencers did so much uh, in terms of registration uh, increase that she she herself did as many as the other three that I, uh, I got together. 
So what's really fascinating about that is, is that when you when you uh, run a campaign with influencers, you never really know exactly how they're going to perform. But this 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 um, uh, she was called the pretty little marketer. Actually, she's got over one hundred and sixty five thousand followers on LinkedIn. Wow. And she just did a great video and it just made it so authentic, you know, really, really good. And now we're looking at uh, putting her forward for the, uh, for the almost like the, the, the face of the show. Um, so that was one thing. But in addition to the the uh, uh, the influencer campaign, I also ran the first ever top 100 uh, marketing influencers uh, index, which we you, which we ran at the show as well. And the level of online traffic that we got uh, during uh sorry pre-show during show and after was phenomenal it's been their best show ever and i'm not saying it's all down to us but we're bearing in mind i'm in the marketing industry to have run two segments of influencer marketing it was it was that probably was one of the highlights of the year actually so uh so yeah awesome evelyn what about you biggest win it's funny being in a room full of marketers. My biggest win was actually showing up and doing marketing was my biggest win. <laughs> well done, you. <laughs> gold star. Uh, I was going to say, where's that gold star, Dad? Where's that gold right star? Uh, sometimes that's it. It's the little steps that get you to yeah. where you want to go. And I asked you this question. Now I'm going to throw a little curveball because those are great professional wins. But I'd love to know. What your biggest personal win from the last year hmm. was and i'll let you think we're all talking about our our uh, marketing and our podcasting and last year i launched the taste buds with deb podcast so i podcast twice a week but two different shows one's being the live show and the other foodie centric and that just has really again allowed me to connect with more people in the foodie space because i love that as well as the whole goal thing, but just a way to meet people and reach out and connect with people. And sure, some people come to me, but it also gives you the opportunity to reach out to people you really want to meet. So, and for those of you who love this format, I do a meet and greet, which is where I met Evelyn once a month for potential guests. So if you want more information about that, it will be in the show notes at thedevmethod.com slash blog. So did I give you enough time to think about your personal wins for the year, Evelyn? Well, for me, it was a big transition year. So not only did I start showing up in my business and doing the marketing, but also my family. So I have a four-year-old son and in the Netherlands, they start school in four. So in September was a big transition. My husband took a small sabbatical. So he was going back to work. The kid went back to school. There's been all the shifting in my business and the family. And I feel like we've really settled into a rhythm through all those transitions and we're all really stepping up. So for me, I take it as that's the, the big win of just going through that peacefully and settling in. Oh, huge win. Because winning life is a big deal especially with so much change, which everybody's had heaps of, whether they like it or not over the last several years. So good on you, Seth. Mine kind of goes in the same same way. Um, like he went to fifth grade, he's 11, and homework is back in full force. Because <laughs> it wasn't during the pandemic. It was, just, it was just read an hour a night, and that's all they call it. That's what they call it homework. Now, fifth grade is getting them ready for middle school, which is technically sixth grade. And so that's been a big win is getting him used to doing homework again, which has been an uphill battle, but it's a good thing. So, you know, he's getting used to that. And much to his chagrin, he has homework every night. And it's getting you used to homework as well. It's exhausting. That's all I got to say. <laughs> and how they do math nowadays. I couldn't do math back in the day, let alone now. It's crazy. <laughs> Common Core? What the heck? Can they not use AI, Seth? Can they not use AI tools now to do their, to do they, their homework? It's, it's crazy, isn't it? Uh, and I, I'm guessing that's frowned upon. I would probably They're actually teaching them how to use ChatGPT to augment stuff. I mean, what these kids do nowadays, they do PowerPoints in like fifth grade. I'm like, I mean, granted, PowerPoint wasn't really around when I was in fifth grade. 
but you know when i was in fifth grade i was i was i think i was still playing with legos weren't we making dioramas or something like that it was not it was not powerpoint presentations with interactivity and youtube embeds no i made a beaver dam (laughs) there you go yeah projects were actual physical projects they weren't electronic and they weren't powerpoint which is like the whole thing it's like what Gordon, what about you? Personal win from last year? So I did something a bit left field last year. Um, and it was something that I feel quite strongly about. And I didn't think it was going to play out. Um, and the reason I say that is because I have a real strong view that there is a lack of representation online of men over 50. And, and, you know, yet uh, men over 50 have got quite a lot of liquidity, you know, yet if I want to go and buy a, a nice car or go on a holiday, I'm, all my images uh, that I'm being seen on television advertising are people sort of half my age. So mm-hmm. I spoke to an international model agency about this um, about five months, four or five months ago. And um, anyway, cut a very long story short. They said, um, well, why don't you join us, Gordon? So they signed <laughs> me. They signed a modeling contract with me. And I can't tell you it's I've had it, because, we, because it's taken a bit of time to get it all out. And I've had a professional photo shoot. Just being in that world has been a real a, a, bit, a bit of an eye opener, really. I mean, I, I expect nothing from it, to be honest. But I've already had five potential castings. And, you know, everything from airline brands I to, love it. to hotel brands to all sorts of things. So they, they're, they're castings at the moment. That's all they are. But 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 just, so going, awesome. just going through that process. And do you know what's really fascinating? It's it's really helped build my um, my confidence. I mean, I'm, I'm quite a confident person anyway, but but suddenly you enter a market that you're not so familiar with with a lot of you know younger men um or women or whatever um so i just feel quite um quite proud of that actually uh, and when the, when the photos came back from the photo shoot i thought well that, actually they do look quite quite good you know because oh, you, you gotta share them in the Slack channel you gotta share those suckers yeah well i don't know if i could <laughs> You're the first time that you've known about this, Seth, actually. I know. Um, but yeah, so that's, that, that I guess is a little bit of a personal um, crusade. Yes. Gold star. Well, we all get gold stars. We're here. But I, the I love this so much. But I think the reason is it's such a great example. Because when you open your mouth, things happen. Mm. We can think... <clears throat> Okay, maybe you don't always want to open our mouths. But if there's something that's gnawing at you or an opportunity or someone you something you want to do or someone you want to meet, mm-hmm. what's it gonna hurt? Exactly. Exactly. To reach out and see I decided a couple of years ago I wanted to be a food writer. I am a reformed non-cook. So <laughs> it, who in the last six years has really made it it's a part of my brand and my business, but when I started writing for the journal. A few years ago, I said, can I write about food? That's how I became a food writer. Sure. Okay. So you just never know mm-hmm. what yeah. opportunities are out there. Mm. And it's also, you know, you need an introduction. You're looking for something. I I had, and this just happened, <laughs> happened this week, but several months ago, I asked for a referral on something and I finally had the conversation two days ago. But if you don't ask, you just don't get. Absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I interviewed somebody on my podcast, actually, a great uh, guy. I don't know if you guys know BNI. It's a it's a global network uh, organization. Uh, and I interviewed the founder, Ivan Meisner. And wow. he's a really difficult guy to get hold of. And it was a fantastic podcast, actually. Really great episode. And the, I've never, ever forgotten the principle of BNI, which is give us game. If you give something unconditionally to somebody, your time or some advice or some help without wanting something back in return, uh, not least will you get good karma, but people will see you as the guy to go to for Mm -hmm. digital marketing, wellness, 
goal setting because we're part of that ecosystem where mm -hmm. we, you know um we're helping each other so why would we want not want to do the same back and you also get this sort of law of reciprocity if i kept giving you opportunities and leads deborah uh, there you would do it anyway but there, there'll be people that would feel that sense of well how can we how can we help gordon back you know and it just happens yeah. um and i'm i'm fascinated with what happened during covid that brought a lot of us actually together in a mm. way that that has that has still remained you know that sense of community that sense of support for each other uh, i mean i don't know what you felt but when we were sort of locked in for so long the first thing people were doing in exhibitions and conferences were were wanting to hug each other because they've been deprived of something mm -hmm. and suddenly that was now um that was now you know back so we were able to do it and we, it, it meant a lot that human connection I mean we we talk about business to business and business to consumer but I always think it's isn't it h to h human to human yeah which is kind of funny I interviewed the guy just came out to, <laughs> I, I well, this will come guy. back <laughs> this will come out like last week if we're talking about future or we whatever at the time of this recording today I just had released the thing with Brian Kramer who coined the phrase human to human Wrote oh, the book brilliant. on human to human. And I just had him on my podcast. Oh, great. Well done. Yeah. yeah. Brian and Courtney were on the show. Uh, my goodness. I think a year and a half ago now, but yeah, they're, they're, I'll, he's I'll, fun. They're fun. Well, and I know them from when I worked social media marketing world. Mm -hmm. So uh, Courtney and I, we just started chatting in an elevator. And what walking. That's not shocking one bit, Deb. No, not at all. I, and as much as I love in person, I still have to give a shout out for all the virtual because everybody, most of everybody I've met in the last three, four years has been through connections and conversations mm -hmm. and introductions. Mm -hmm. And it's speaking of which, Seth, I've got someone else for you to, who I met a couple of weeks ago. I promised an intro, but I knew I was going to see you. So giving you a heads up here. Mm -hmm. um, this is how we meet and connect. And I think someone yeah. said this a couple of weeks ago. It used to be you would meet people in person and then connect online. Now it's the opposite. You oh, absolutely. connect online and then continue the conversation also online, but then eventually, hopefully in person as well. I will not take a I will not take a one-on-one -on -one with somebody in person until we at least chat online first. I found out that when I I, I don't know how I used to do this. I'd show up to a place, I'd get ghosted. Now, yeah. if I get ghosted on Zoom, it's like, all right, I'll go. I wasted five minutes, not an hour drive back and forth. Absolutely. So, my big yeah. proponent is like, let's meet first, let's chat, let's get to know each other. Hey, let's get coffee. Boom. So, mm. but it's way but more productive, isn't it? It's way more productive in terms of our, oh, our time. Um, I mean, you can delete, you can get so many more Zoom calls in the course of a, a week. Um, whereas when you used to go out and visit somebody, I'm not saying that that wasn't good, but it, but it's it's as you say it's an hour's drive or two out whatever and then back again and yeah. you know sorry then you were going to say something yeah Evelyn, Evelyn oh so. I was just saying but that's a byproduct of the fact that we work in a digital media that we work mm -hmm. online coming from the engineering world into here and still having the majority of my community still working in the office my husband's very concerned that some of my best friends I've never seen their knees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there are, there have been some people that I've met in person, like only this past week at a holiday party, and the guy turned out to be six five. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's the first thing you do, isn't it? When you come off, you've known them for ages, and it's this the because at the moment we're all the same height, aren't we? You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, another. Remember the telephone. You know the telephone. Yeah, yeah like the the rotary guy. Exactly, where you couldn't even see the people before you met them. I know. Oh, yes, of course. How yeah, bizarre yeah. is it to think? I know. That, my kid doesn't know yeah. that. My kid only knows Zoom. That that's just another conversation. It makes my <laughs> eyes roll. That in, uh, I know I was lucky enough because I would I live I worked in publishing as it went from the analog to the digital world. So being able to see that transition when um, some, most of us on this call went to school, mm -hmm. social media didn't exist. Not at all. It, it was so it much was better. Just, <laughs> I'm sorry, it was so much better. Well, it yeah. was, but we we also have to look at the, the gifts 
that have come with technology, which is the ease of meeting people. And what Gordon was saying, I used to tell people, you know, one networking event a week is a great realistic goal when it's in person. Nowadays, three, you know, one mixer, one education, one one-on-one, all virtual, and it takes the same amount of time mm-hmm. as it would take you to drive a park. Let's stop for a oh, parking <laughs> and go to an event and come home. So yeah, it, we have to look at the gifts. So from this conversation, I want to know who's on your wish list to meet in 2024. I would love to meet Gordon in person. He's yeah. probably really tall in life, in real life. <laughs> yeah. but then, probably not in 2024, but eventually we'll see each other in real well, life. We, like, we, really, get... we really will, yeah. I mean, I, I did the um, uh, a big highlight for me uh, this year was uh, doing a keynote at the podcast show. Yeah. And I, I wanted to try and encourage as many of my podcast friends to come over because uh, it's uh, a little it, far. It was a massive show, massive <laughs> show. Was, yeah. And, um, you know, uh, hopefully it would be an opportunity for us all all to meet because it was a um, uh, the, it was just great, great, great experience, actually, to, to be there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I haven't actually I don't think I've even met Jason. No, I've met Jason once. He's larger in life. Personality wise, he is. Yeah, I get that, um, but I haven't, um, and I've known him way before the the podcast actually, because obviously we're we're similar in the influencer space. Um, but no, I don't think I've I've met him, but we will, I'm sure, and it'll be it'll be an epic moment. You feel like you've known each other for years, of course, don't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> People goals are always amazing. So, Evelyn, who do you want to meet this year? I don't think I know who I want to meet yet. I'm really in this phase of expansion and meeting all these new connections. So I think it'll be interesting to ask the question at the end of next year, who did I meet that I didn't expect that really changed things? And I think I'm, it feels very open for me right now. One of the things I do, I call it event outcome optimization. So helping people and companies that are going to events, make a plan for who they want to meet, what they want to learn. And I posed that question. I said, you can look at, you know, the speakers, the sponsors, or you just come up with the type of people, you know, mm-hmm. what are the titles of the people mm-hmm. you want to meet? Um, and I, we met, I think the day before when I did my last meet and greet and you jumped on in. So I think that say yes attitude is mm-hmm. really going to help you as you expand and get more involved. In I would world. love to, I would love to get any P Ruggles and Deb in the same room with me and give them both big hugs. Cause I, <laughs> cause I met you through Annie. Right. Oh, and I, I, I owe you a big hug. So, and she gets a hug too. So I owe you a big hug. Okay. Well, I'm not traveling yet. So y'all All right, come well, to I'll LA. Come to you then. I'll come it to it might have to be a 2025 goal, but it's uh, we'll a good goal. We'll expand it an extra year. There we go. But I, I like the idea of meeting people that you don't know in real life, in real life, because it's, you know, these are our people, but what is that dream guest though? Who's the dream podcast guest? I'm going to, you all didn't answer the question. So I'm going to ask it. Way. <laughs> um, uh, and Evelyn, you're just starting out. So you can really say whatever you want. Yeah. I need to, I need to drink. So I've had some of my dream podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say what the others are thinking. I would love to have the founder of Jim Shark on my show this is this is a 23 year old guy that founded this amazing what is now become a multi-billion brand and really just uh, as embodied influencers by using um you know fitness trainers that look good but actually are great ambassadors for his for his brand but it's it's incredible how that brand has grown phenomenally. So um, he would be a great guest. I have tried actually to. to I think I've, I've, I've tried to work up the up the line. So get like a, a second or a third person there. <laughs> um, but yeah, somebody like him would be great. I'm trying to think because I had Guy Kawasaki on my program. Shockingly, that was that, that was that was a thrill, and it was not expected. Um, who would I want on? <laughs> That's a good question. 
Well, well, you could. Uh, should you come up with someone, Evelyn? Well, I can tell you the the type of people that I want. Yeah. So, I run Engineering Serenity, where I talk about. Uh, explore different work-life balance designs. Mm -hmm. So what is it like? We dig deep into people's burnout stories. What is their spark? What are their strategies for getting with it? And what does that blend look like? And mm -hmm. I would really like to step into people who are working in corporate, whether it's executives or people in the office, not just people who are running their own business, but people who are working within the nine to five. And what does that blend look like when you're still sort of locked in the system a bit more? That's mm -hmm. a place that I would really like to expand to in my uh, people. Oh. Okay, do we give you enough time, Seth? Or are you still thinking? I'm, I'm actually looking through my LinkedIn right now. Saying, like, what, what <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll well, share one. I'll, I'll tell you about the people. People that are have been successful entrepreneurs who have, are now giving back. So maybe Bill Gates. I'd love to have Bill Gates on the show. I think that'd be kind of cool. See, I knew you would come or up McKenzie with one. Or Scott, you know. Who's oh, Gary v. Or Gary V. Or Gary V. He's a little, I do, I've met Gary Vee before. Nice guy in person. He's a little, I think we'd be off the rails because we're both very high energy. So. <laughs> yeah. and, and this from the person who wants to put himself, me and Annie P. Ruggles in a room together. Oh, that'd be, but yeah. But, You're oh, calling that'd someone be, that'd else? That'd be a podcast. That'd be a good trifecta. The three, three of us on a podcast. That would be something to explore in the new year. I noticed, and this is some one per. This is the first person on my list because I'm mm. making I'm making my list of food people who I want to get on taste buds with them. This one, it, it's more organic. I meet people and I find a topic, or I have a topic and I seek out people. But Dr. Ruth is the new loneliness mm. ambassador for New York. Love it. And I I'm claiming it right now. I want to get her on this show on a panel, but I also would love to interview her. Taste buds with that, so yeah. You, you, now, you just said something interesting there, Deborah, because uh, you talked about a panel. I mean, we're on a panel now, and yes. you no, know, I'd like to think about that for next year. I've done it a couple of times, I've done 120 episodes, and I've done a couple of panels, but I think they really work. Um, as I do a lot of them in the physical environment all of the time, and just because of what you just said a few minutes ago, I think. I think certainly one of my goals for next year is going to actually not be restricted to a single guest. Um, I also think if so, if I because a lot of agencies approach me yeah. and the problem with that is, is that they're all they're all telling the same pretty much story. So I think what I might actually think about doing is uh, getting them to bring one of their top brands along or their top influencers Ooh, yeah. so they can then really pull out the story of what we've got together and and as we're all sparring off of each other here i think that that makes for more interesting conversation actually yeah, yeah. well so? I, I i well i love this format and yeah. i started out um this show started in the spring of 2020 it was my first pandemic project and at the end of the year i wanted to have a holiday party and how do you do it when no one can leave the house mm. well you bring people who don't know each other and have a conversation so my first start 2021 now party which i did in december 2020 uh, i brought together a bunch of people who didn't know each other and i loved it so much that i was doing one panel a month and then two panels a month and then by the spring i'm like you know what this is my format mm. because it's that, that happens it, yeah. it, well, especially when you love people, mm -hmm. it's a great way to bring people together. But the way my show evolved within the first year into this is just mm -hmm. I, uh, my first two episodes was just me talking. It's my and it lasted last year. 20 minutes. And it would no. <laughs> they mine don't exist anymore. The entrepreneurs enigma ones that started out, there's 10 of them. There was me just pontificating about entrepreneurship. And I'm like, this is boring. Now I'm at 200 episodes minus is 10. So I'm at 200 episodes. Mm -hmm. But I really past 200 because I had 10 that I don't exist anymore. I'm sure they do somewhere on the internet because everything escapes the internet. But literally, I was like, I'm going back to my journals and roots and interviewing people. It's going back to my interview show. And now finally, we're actually going to have, I'm going to have an IP lawyer come on who is not exactly an entrepreneur. I've been very like diligent about saying, you have to be an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur. Talk, you'd be on the show he had a good angle about like, let's talk about how to protect your brand as Absolutely. an entrepreneur i'm like all right you're on you're on the show yeah 
Yeah, and that's, and that's the thing, because as long as you never lose sight of the mission and goal of your yeah. audience, then actually the, the mm -hmm. guests that fulfill that are, are, are all good to go, aren't they, really? I mean, I, like you, I've had a, I've had a lawyer that specialises in the influencer community a couple of times. I've had one from America and one from London, and it was a really interesting insights because we were able to pull out you know the various contracts that that ha people have and why it's important to make sure that everything is clear before a campaign starts because if it isn't you know there's a lot of heartache afterwards and it's very difficult to to unpick um, so that's really fascinating so i can see in the in the entrepreneurial world how important that is when it comes to ip because otherwise you could just have a, a great idea ripped off couldn't you <laughs> oh yeah absolutely so that happened yes there's a call i had yesterday with him and i was like that's perfect we're gonna have you on you just said one of my my favorite phrases you know the mission and the motto so the d and the dev method is determine your mission because you can't get what you want unless you know what that is and so i ask and everybody knows mine is goal setting simplified because changing your life is challenging enough the instructions need to be easy so i made them easy and it really it goes with this podcast it's it's we talk about business and personal and everything in between, but it's really about developing a community and inspiration and motivation to pursue your goals. The Hey Spuds with Deb is bite-sized conversations about food cooking and community. Again, you can go so many places with that when you mm -hmm. know who you are and what you're about. So what are you about? Evelyn, I, I'm gonna go to you first. Do you have a mission and or motto? My motto is that serenity has a price, but it's always worth it. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. That I love that. And my mission is that in many ways, I want to shake up the conversation of what it means to work, how we work, how we design our days, how we think about the flow of a day and how that works. And it's a fun conversation to have when we make our own rules and we run our own business, but I really want to have the conversation within corporate. So you're working, you still need factories, you still need people to be doing, how do you bring that flexibility and that freedom and that movement and that conversation within that space? That's my crazy mission. Oh, I love that. I love it. Well, it, and mine is to change gold culture in and out of the workplace. So we're definitely in alignment with that because it's about claiming the life you want and doing what you need to, need to do to make it happen yeah seth oh, mission boy. and motto my mission with entrepreneurs enigma especially is to just make everyone know that it's an uphill battle but you can you know everyone's gone through it like everyone's overnight success was 10 years in the making at least <laughs> Oh my! It's like it's like everyone's like it's been ten years. I'm like, but I'm like, it doesn't seem that way. Is it because you're only seeing the fruits of our labor? But he's, they're like, we. I was literally going to the food bank to get food half the time because I like you know not me per se, but like the, the, these guests. They're now really well known. During the struggle, it's you know they only know, you only see what they want you to see. You don't necessarily see the struggle. So my thing is always like you know. What's the best thing about being an entrepreneur? What's the worst thing about being an entrepreneur? I just give, I never really give up my three questions on the podcast, but those are two of them. I'm not giving up the third one. That's my, my, my pride and joy. But um, but it's really the answers I get are amazing. They, they, they straddle from the, the mundane, like, you know, it's I, freedom. And that's it. And it's that, that, that. I'm like, give me some more. Give me some more. Give me some more to this because it's more than one word. And then also, like, people like imposter syndrome and all that. And it's just showing that, like, even these big known people like Guy Kawasaki had imposter syndrome at one point. You know, you know, I was like, who am I? I'm like, you're Guy Kawasaki for crying out loud. <laughs> and Gordon? So, uh, I would, because I do a lot around influence, uh, that dovetails into personal branding as well, which is a big part of my, of my influencer and personal branding. So, you know, what I want to try and do is help people create the connections that count. So everything I do is all about uh, the quality rather than the quantity. You know, um, you can go to an exhibition and conference and pick up loads and loads of business cards. 
Whereas you can actually have uh, an executive VIP, VIP dinner with 12 people because they've been curated, they have an interest in the subject matter and they're highly targeted and relevant to your needs. You've got three hours of, of time with them over that dinner in a social environment. Everybody mm -hmm. gets to speak. So I've been doing executive dinners for nearly 20 years and I think it's still the most powerful way to bring uh, like-minded people together. Uh, a, alcohol helps sometimes, but uh, generally people feel at ease. And if it's well moderated uh, mm. and you've got a little bit of a, a report that you send afterwards, everybody will share way more than they ever would on an exhibition booth, you know? Oh, absolutely. And, um, and, and, I, and I just find if you take time for people, uh, you listen, you listen and you listen to what, they, what their real challenges are. I mean, my, my sister taught me some really great things, actually. She's, um, she's actually a listening coach, can you believe? And um, she talks about um, an interruption as being an assault on the brain. And the reason I say that is because so many people, particularly entrepreneurs, and you all know this, Seth, that we get excited about things. We want to jump. We want to jump in. Um, but when somebody is in a train of thought and they're really trying to convey a message or a challenge or or something exciting and you actively listen to them, you are doing so much to build that human connection. Whereas mm -hmm. actually, if you interrupt them and push them off balance, you know, uh, they're more likely to forget what they were saying. Um, and I always say when we when, when you do a presentation to somebody, they may not remember everything that you've said, but they will remember how you how you made them feel. Um, Ooh, yeah. and, and it's it is a really powerful statement because it's so true, isn't it? We where our brains are consumed with so much content coming at us at every angle. Um, yet when we listen to people, we take time out um and we we are empathetic that's the firm way to build solid connection so in short your motto is to help people make solid connections yeah create the connections that can't yeah that was that was the oh, yeah that sounds a little better that's the that's the sort of alliteration of the C's, yeah. Uh, but also, I want to make people feel good about the way that they they are. You know, I think you know. There's a you, Seth. You mentioned imposter syndrome. I had that writing my book. Many many people have it in in business. They don't Absolutely. always they don't always share it. But I mean, this has not been a particularly easy year for a lot of of company bosses. You know, it's it's. I mean, some may have had a good year, but believe me, there are a lot of other companies that are teetering on the edge so um and how do you share that information with people you know sometimes when you're a ceo you've got to take that on your shoulders you've got to you know that everybody else's mortgages and rent are, are, are based on the decisions that you take um and um but realizing that those people those team members have been with you right from the start they've supported you through thick and thin christmas is a great way a new year to look back and reward those individuals, uh, it, even if it's in a very small way. You know, um, when I was a, a CEO of a trade body, um, I would do little things throughout the course of the year to make people feel good about them. And it's this, there's so much lack of recognition in companies and you forget the, the, the two most important things the CEO can say are thank you and well done. And they're not used nowhere near enough. If we were talking about this, I think, before we start recording, I talk about goals year round. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You need to be good to people year round. If there's something that you that you do that you love and you just kind of like own it, mm. you know, live in it, especially if what you do, what you love really fuels you. Or as I like to say, when you love what you do, it shows when you don't love what you do, it really, really shows. Oh, so why not love what you do and spread that joy in all that you do? Which, again, ties back to my love of the mission and motto. A lot of people, they do, what are your three words for the year or your word for the year or whatever? Um, what is, I, I, you could do one to three words. So what are going to be your guiding principles for the year to come? Seth, let's do this. 
That's two. Yeah, it's three. Okay, that's three. Okay. Amazing. I love it. What about you, Evelyn? Guiding principle feels different than word because the word already hit me, which was wander. Ooh. Ooh. Wander. I love wander as a guiding principle. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I was like, does it fit as a guiding principle? Yeah, it does. Well, in Deb world, everything counts. So, Deb yes. <laughs> I love that. More than you know, I love that. <laughs> well, it's true, though. All goals count. All effort counts. <clears throat> what you were saying before, sometimes it takes decades or so to get where you want to go. But if you don't get started, you're never going to get there. Mm -hmm. And Gordon, what would uh, be your guide word? I think is my guide word is be persistent. Be persistent, rather. Be persistent. Because um, so often, uh, I always say a no is, is just a delayed yes. <laughs> so in other words, if you are persistent, and I don't mean, you know, drowning down the potential prospect, but I do mean that don't give up. Um, was it? I think Colonel Colpecker. I'm sure he said he he actually knocked on a, like a thousand doors before somebody bought his chickens or something. Uh, there's, yeah. there's some great stories around. Are you talking about Colonel Sanders? Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders. Colpecker. Yes. I don't know who Colpecker was. I, I assumed that maybe that was his real name, and then that's right. I think you was talking about. <laughs> that's a Britishism. It's a Britishism, yeah. Um, but no, it's a it's a fair point that I'm making here that actually it's very easy to get thwarted by um, somebody doesn't want what you've offered. Um, they just don't want it now. Um, so I think be persistent is my guiding principle. Bravo. Awesome. Well, I love this conversation. I want to make sure you all, um, I want to give you all a chance to gift goals. So we, we've mm -hmm. got your guiding principles. We have what you're aspiring to create, to find, to meet in the new year. But what are some goals our audience can do today, tonight, tomorrow to really make 2024 like the best year ever? So Seth, do you have a goal to gift? Yes, it's it's and it's also a way to live. Just get started. Like a lot of people are like, how do you get started on a podcast? Just get started. I mean, do a little planning, but look at how Deb did it. She started out as a solo solo talking to the talking face thing and she moved she moved to a interview uh, to a panel. I started off digital marketing, not digital marketing. I started that's the other one that's on hiatus. I started the Entrepreneurs Enigma as a talking head and I moved to an interview podcast. Just get started. You can always pivot. If you don't start, you don't get anywhere. Mm. Absolutely. So, Gordon, what what goals do you have to gift? I would uh, encourage uh, any of your listeners or viewers to do a personal brand assessment uh, to review. Uh, in fact, I've got a tool, free tool, um, that somebody, uh, if they want to go and have a look at uh, on my website, uh, gordonglanister.com, the reason I say that is because it allows you to reflect on a number of things about how you are perceived online, uh, how you could. Be, so before you start to think about a strategy, you could just do like a, an assessment uh, or an audit. That would be my gift. Love it. I love that, too. And Evelyn. So for me, I want to gift you measurability and check in. So you're starting the new year, new year, new you, beginning of the year, you've got all these goals that you want for the year. Pick one of them and say, what's that metric? And on a scale of one to 10, where am I on that metric? Now, here's the thing. Go into your calendar and set a reminder in maybe two months from now to check that metric. Ask yourself the question again, and then set it in another two months. So today, set your metric, measure it, then put it in your calendar, every two months till the end of the year. And just just that might be enough to keep that goal rolling for all of 2024. Right. She's, by well, far, she's got by far the biggest um, block of the box. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Well, I love it. Well, I'm all about goal setting, productivity, and community. So absolutely. So I let, let's kind of put them all together, you know, do a personal brand assessment. I would say if you haven't uh, refined your mission and motto or taken a look at it, think about what you are all about, because that really is the barometer for everything that you're going to accomplish. So do the assessment, claim that mission and motto, get started, find that metric, and then check in on yourself every two months. And if you want to check in even more, you know, you can join the Right On Online Facebook community, which is um, facebook.com slash group slash Right On Online. So every day I have a different question, you know, what are your networking goals for the week? What are your goals? Blog share day, toot your on Thursday, which is like my favorite photo Friday, and then weekend plan. So it's always an opportunity to not just share what you're doing, but to connect with like minds and to help. I'm adding that at the bonus goal is keep a list of your wins, even like every day, every week, write down one to three wins. So that way, when you're feeling discouraged, you could say, but look, I did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will give you the motivation to keep going. Love it. And to add to the wins, really do it. Because I haven't had it in my book, but I never write it because I was like, that's not a big enough win to write down. Like, I need to be epic. Like, keep track of the little wins. The Mm -hmm. two to three. I love that. And it it can be as simple as I survived. Or I remember (laughs) to pick up my kid today from art class or whatever it is. You know, someone I saw in someone's feed today. Um. Never fall asleep. If you're going to sit on the back of the bus, don't fall asleep because you might miss your stop ever again. So. But actually, Deborah, I just want to add to that. I just want to add to that because one of the problems with so many businesses uh, and growth in human development um, is self-limiting beliefs. We, 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 we are our own worst enemies. You know, we have greater power to achieve way more than we do. Um, it's because we've been conditioned to society, which says, as you've just said, Evelyn, oh, well, I won't really share about that because that's not big, you know. And then we see somebody else because we, we're triggered by what we see online as well, aren't we? We think, oh, my God, you know, yeah. I was quite happy with that. And now look at, look at, uh, such and such has done. I mean, can you imagine what it's like me in the influencer space, how triggered I can be with, you know, I've managed to get to 2000 followers and then I'm, I'm, I've got people around me that have got a million or, you know, that, and, but you have to, you have to take in things into context because otherwise it's, it can be quite socially damaging actually for you, you know? I was uh, leading, a, doing a workshop last night and I had that exact question. What do you do? when someone else is so far ahead of you. And that was my answer. Be happy for them, but also be proud of yourself and keep going. Mm -hmm. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I was really encouraged hearing Seth that, for example, your podcast that has 200 episodes, the first 10 you threw out. So I was like, (laughs) so the, the cringeworthy stuff that I'm sort of like, some of it I'm like posting, I'm seven episodes in, I'm like, Ooh, is that okay? Is it too much? It's like, it's nice to know that even people who have oh, multiple podcasts and have been doing this, they're like, it's okay. We can, we can rebuild. We can go just start. Oh, I've had so many false starts on podcasts. I mean, I've been podcasting since 2010 and they, they're out there and some of them are really, oh my God. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but just get started. And I say, leave them up there. The only reason I got rid of the other ones is they didn't fulfill the mission of where it was going. But even, even the podcast with the interviews, between episode what was 11 which is now started was now one compared to episode 200 are night and day different you know i could do it with my eyes closed now before i was stumbling all over the place it's it's just different and when you're doing it if you have fun if you love what you do again that's really the best uh measurement that you're being successful because you're enjoying it and that enthusiasm is going to 
leak out onto other people. And you shouldn't, be, you shouldn't be put off by the uh, numbers of listeners as well, because actually, as I said earlier, it's the quality of the listener mm -hmm. and it's the relevance of the listener. You know, if you're doing a, a podcast that's much more, you know, in the public eye, it's, it's much more open and wide. Um, whereas I have quite a niche one, you know, on influencer marketing, you know, there isn't, you know, and, and I could have been, I could have been disillusioned by some of the people that were there. But the reality is, is that the people that listen to my podcast are interested in influencer marketing and that's my target audience. So in a way, it's all about relevance. Absolutely. No, I, I'm, I'm with you a hundred percent and I get, um, I get more people watching than listening. And every now and then I'm like, you know, it would be great if more people have been listening to the podcast, but you can't replicate this. I mean, you could try an audio because my podcast yeah. is the audio version of this, but loving what you do and owning it is really the key for personal, I believe, and mm -hmm. professional success. Yeah. And so this is my, my gift to those who are tuning in, whether you're watching, I was going to say live, the recording live or the replay or listening to this on the podcast network, claim some goals for yourself, but not just as goals, claim them as wins. What are you going to want to celebrate a year from now and start celebrating early because that's going to help you get there. Friends, what a wonderful conversation. Where can people learn more about you? Gordon. Um, they can learn more about me. I'm on all the social channels, so LinkedIn, Instagram, because I've got an unusual name, it's quite easy to find me, which helps. Um, uh, but gordonglenister.com um, is where everything resides. Excellent. And Seth? Let's see. Entrepreneursenigma.com is the podcast. Um, you can pretty much go to sethgoldstein.me and find me, find me from there everywhere else. I mean, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm everywhere. It's just I'm not I'm not as consistent with the naming conventions as I should be. So <laughs> but you can find me. It's you know, and if you want to cheat, you can go to sethgoldstein.id, which apparently is a suffix now, and literally takes you to a landing page and you just can click on wherever I am. So wait, so does Goldstein Media still exist for you or is that oh, oh yeah, that's, my, that's the bread and butter. So Goldstein, I forgot you mentioned find me at Goldstein Media. Thank you. And Evelyn. You can find me at measurablewellness.com. There has all of the links and all the connections to me. And my favorite social media platform is LinkedIn. I'm Evelyn Pacitti. And you can find um, most of our podcast, three of our, most of our podcasts. If you go to marketingpodcast.net, you can find the Dev Show podcast. You can find uh, Entrepreneur's Enigma and Influencer Marketing Show. Is that right? what it is? That's is that what it is? Gordon? Which one? No, Influence. Influence the Global Podcast. Influence the Global Podcast yeah. on marketingpodcast.net. And I am so at... What? He's got so many. It's like, which one's on what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I am at the Dev Method everywhere. And if you go to thedevmethod.com slash blog, I will have all of these links as well as everybody's LinkedIn profiles. So if you're tuning in and you want to connect with one and or all of us, just share, send a note saying that this is where we met and connect because let's all broaden, expand our networks so we can Amen. reach those goals with a even stronger community behind us. Uh, thank you all so much for today. What final thought do you want to leave people with? Uh, Gordon, final thought? Um, yeah, just believe in yourself, I would say, um, and give everything, give everything a go. Just that sense of self-belief. Awesome. And Evelyn, what final thought do you want to leave everybody with today? There is more flexibility in life than we give it credit for. So take the moments to explore the boundaries as well. Mm. Nice. Mine's simple. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Good. It's appropriate. It's timely. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> and so thank you all again for joining me today. Uh, 
Gordon, Seth, and Evelyn, and thank you for spending part of your New Year's with us in choosing yourself and your goals. Again, I'm Deborah Eckerling. You can find me every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube, or you can subscribe and or you can subscribe to at the Dev Method, which you can listen to um, on your favorite. A podcast platform. And if you need a little bit of extra push with your goals, you can grab a copy of your goal guide, a roadmap for setting, planning, and achieving your goals, or reach out to me so I can help you create that life you want. So again, happy new year. I wish you all only the best for a wonderful and prosperous 2024. It's all in your hands. So go on out there, go for it because we know you can do it. Thanks for listening to The Dev Show. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Need more inspiration and motivation? Connect with me on LinkedIn, follow at The Dev Method on social media, and check out thedevmethod.com. Best of luck with your goals, and remember, you can do it. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.